terrors of tripping on pump. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! This tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Hi, hi, what's up everybody? Today is Sunday, April 24, 2016. This is episode 177 of the Hotbox. My name's Matt, hotboxpodcast.com. Check it out. With me today, we got a special group of people. The whole panel from Starship 420. Uh, you can check that out at starship420.com. Uh, starting from left to right, we have Matthew Coleman. We have KCD and Christy. Excuse me. Christy's in the middle. Casey's off to the side there. Um, if you're watching live, otherwise you'll just hear a bunch of voices. But how's it going, everybody? Doing well, doing, doing well. Good. Enjoying Fantastic. the weather down here, down south. It's humid and muggy. Yeah. Where Where are you guys based out of? Mississippi. Yeah. Oh wow, that's that's an interesting place for a cannabis related uh, venture to be based on. Usually, the people that want to come on the show, they're either from Colorado or Washington or you know California or something. Yeah. So that's cool, man. How how did you guys come up with this? And uh, if you want, uh, you'll probably do a better job of explaining the preface than I will. Oh yeah, totally. That is all, Casey. Yeah, he's the creator. Oh. He's officially the creator. Um, you know, you got it in, what was it, a class project, right? Yeah, uh, back in 2009, um, we did a, uh, I had to do a college project showing different, uh, uh, I don't know if you can pull anything up from YouTube. You can look up Starship 420 on YouTube, uh, YouTube and the actual class projects on there. Um, it's, it was done in like 24 hours or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was pretty Oh, oh, oh. That's, well, that's the website. That's the website. It's going to be on uh, YouTube. YouTube, <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah. Okay. Or we we can our, our Facebook yeah. page. We can put links to that stuff in the show notes. It doesn't really translate cool. well to the the audio, yeah. but that that's really cool that it started yeah. out that way. Um, basically, what happened was uh, everybody who takes this class knows that the final project of the class at the end of the semester is a short film. So naturally, some most people wait till the final twenty four hours before it's actually due, <laughs> before it's produced. So we had twenty four hours to come up with an idea for a uh, short, and um, we got a bunch. We made a bunch of little starships and did some CGI, and it was basically kind of a how would you call it? Like a it was like Jay and Silent Bob meets it, Star Trek with a little yeah, bit of yeah. uh, Cheech and Chong in space. So, <laughs> That's cool. So does the the cannabis relation come in like were you guys smoking there allegedly? I mean, say say as much as you're comfortable with. I know you're in a prohibition state still. Yeah. So, well, the uh, the premise is basically in the whole universe, there's only one place that can grow weed, and that's Earth. So, <laughs> so any alien or anything uh, has to, if they want weed has to come to Earth. You know. So um, that was kind of the story was like basically some aliens were sneaking down. and But there's a uh, pharmaceutical company that doesn't want them to come to Earth. Oh, they interesting. Don't, they don't want marijuana found in the universe. They don't want it public at mm. all. Mm. Right. And these couple of guys got busted with some contraband and um, wackiness ensued. Yeah, Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so, but that was like, that was the basic premise when it first started. It's kind of evolved a lot now because yes. that was a few years ago. And for the past year, we've really been working on development for the story of Starship 420. And uh, Quark, as they call it, Quantaceutical, you know, the universal repository for, um, what is the rest of it? 
Pharmaceuticals. I've got it written somewhere. Yeah, for uh, of Alien Pharmaceuticals. Sure, sure. Uh, they were. Yeah. <laughs> what happened is uh, they sent out this ship, Starship Four Twenty, as it's called to scan planets to try and find cannabis. Uh, that was their true mission. Uh, the people on the ship thought they were just exploration, you know, scientific exploration, finding medicines and stuff like that. Uh, but there was one crew that knew the truth. Right, and, on the ship. Yeah, on the ship. And once it was found, uh, there was a kill code that was uh, set to be sent out to the ship once they found traces of cannabinoids on the ship. Uh, and it starts killing off the crew from the most intelligent, the highest ranked down. And so basically what happens is they, they, they stop and prevent this from happening before it destroys earth because they have found marijuana on earth. The reason why the, uh, the pharmaceutical doesn't want uh, weed to be found is because there is a universal disease that's a universal, it's a mutated form of glaucoma that's turning aliens into zombies. Oh shit. And marijuana can actually cure this disease. So the, the pharmaceutical company doesn't want there to be a cure. So they're trying to destroy any, any possibility of there to be, you know, weed anywhere. Because now, no pharmaceutical ever wants to actually cure a disease, right? You well, that's not profitable, is it? Right. Mm-hmm. They, have a, uh, they have a planet that they house. Like, if say your grandmother turns into one of these zombies. Um they have a planet that's like it looks like dollhouses um where they can house your 13 zombie ghosts grandma. like the house in 13 ghosts kind of yeah, yeah yeah and uh so they can house your uh zombie grandmother in one of these houses for a fee so you don't have to put her down so they can charge relatives forever since zombies <laughs> live forever so they're making a huge profit on the zombie this virus you know taking over the universe that is awfully nice of them to provide such a such a yeah. meaningful service now i I got a silly question uh what happens when the people paying the rent on their zombie relatives die, or are we just assume they will eventually just turn into zombies and end yes. up? Okay, uh, there, there's some stuff in the story that plays into why it's like that. It's, okay, it, cool. I don't, I don't want to like give anything away. I've read the oh, yeah. the comic pages that are up on the site starship420.com. Uh, the the three I think is that I found January, uh, February, and March. Is that all that's up so far? We have two more that just came out. We need to post them up. Uh, It's four and five, which you can find on our Twitter page uh, and Facebook. And Facebook. It just came out. Yeah. Okay, excellent. We'll put links to all that stuff in the show notes, too, on hotboxpodcast.com at the end of the episode. People can check it out. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, there's a little more to the... uh, It's not just that story. We have three different stories that all coincide. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, one of the stories is the um, which we're titling the unapologetic adventures of Chloe, Chloe Corona, Corona and Bubble Boy Jerry, <laughs> and that's a part of the story. And then we also have the Cluster Flux era, which yeah. is everything that happened before. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, I like it. I like it. The Master Flux. Yeah. That that's happened. that's probably the era we're living in currently. Yeah. Well, no, we're we're we're, we're post cluster flux. Post cluster flux. The cluster flux was actually the most harmonious time in existence. Oh, okay. Um, it was a it was a universe before ours. Maybe. It sounded like what's going to happen if Trump gets elected. This whole cluster, <laughs> cluster yeah, well, no, flux. That is that is the truth. That's a, right. <laughs> I have a little bit too. Yeah, we have some characters that uh, we have some deal uh, with that. You yeah. know, we like parody. I we like the, yeah. That's we cool. like to, social commentary. Right. Social yeah. Commentary. Exactly. 
But the uh, story of Starship 420 that's in the magazine right now is following the adventures of Q, Shabaya, Zabinks, and uh, Nash. Nash. And um, basically, it's like, if you imagine Star Trek, the red shirts, it's like they're the only ones left surviving on this massive ship that's orbiting Earth. They have no supplies. They have everything is shut down on the ship. Limited access. Only, yeah, Q's the only one that has any kind of real access. Right, because he was like... Hmm? Is that why that one is is drawn all in color? I did notice one of them was wearing a red shirt. <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Shabai has a medical tech. That's why he's got the blue. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, 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 that's it. The the red shirt, and then he's wearing the blue uh, because he's a med. He's medical. You know. Medical. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, yeah, and that's <laughs> that's actually you get to see uh, the preview for one of our characters called Party Bot. Yeah, he's Killbot right now, and yeah. uh, he's locked up. He was one of the things that were killing everybody on the ship. Yeah. Life Ender 9000. <laughs> I like it. It, re- it reminds me a little bit of Red Dwarf. It reminds me a little bit of Super Jail with the Killbot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's, yeah, very cool. Are you, Were you guys, like, activists or involved in trying to get any, like, medical stuff passed? Because your storyline here seems yeah, very yeah, familiar no, I, to me. <laughs> there is definite... I, I for one had use um, use medically. Uh, I use medically, and um, uh, my doctors are aware of it. Is either this or take a bunch of medicine? Sure, Maybe. sure. As you can see, my hair is kind of uh, uh, mine too. Mine too. It happens when then, when we uh, get older. <laughs> a lot of medication really screwed me up. Yeah, uh, it was like nine or ten times a day. I had to take a bunch of stuff. So marijuana kind of fixed that a lot better than trying to take all that medication and kind of be a zombie of myself. And, right, right. Uh, I'm and very that, much so a believer in that. That definitely makes sense to what he was saying as far as, like, you don't want to cure this stuff. And if there's a plant out there that anyone can just grow and get access to, then, like, we got to get rid of that or figure out how to maximize our profits. We're seeing, like, the whole possible rescheduling thing happen. And yeah. every a lot of people are worried that if that happens, that it will just be another pharmaceutical at that point. Because, like, Schedule 2, you know, the, then, then, like, Purdue can get involved in it and and it can kind of be clamped down and taken away from the people be ultra regulated yeah exactly (laughs) too regulated yeah like uh, myself personally i'm in the i would if i could but i can't so i don't category sure um you know because you have to be a responsible adult (laughs) and uh, (laughs) in the state of mississippi is unforgiving even though yes we are decriminalized Somewhat. Yeah, yeah. somewhat. Yeah. Somewhat. And I think it's incredibly silly that our jail systems are full of people who are nonviolent offenders yeah. who have done um, really insignificant crimes yet are doing very hard time for these insignificant yeah. things that have hurt no one. Yeah, that's pretty much the worst thing to come out of all of this is just the damage it does to people's lives like in in three states over it's completely fine at this point for the most part as long as you're abiding by their rules and their hoops to to hop through but it it can like like kids that get busted with it in in college and stuff like that ruins their whole life from that point on it's hard to once you're in the system it's hard to get out of something like that it's it's on you forever yeah Your permanent record. <laughs> Part of uh, our ability to do this here in the state is we are in a college town, yeah. which helps a lot. I mean, it seems like the further you get away from like uh, the university towns in Mississippi, that's where you get more of the 
Yeah, the further you away, away you are from civilization, the less civilized the people can be about it. Yeah. Makes sense, yeah. They like to get caught up in these little filter bubbles of of. And we society. are in the heart of the Bible Belt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that devil's lettuce, man. That devil's lettuce. I think that's what the burning bush was. Somebody said it might have been Akasha, because when that burns, it releases DMT, and that would make you see God. So, you know, I mean, who knows? He did, he did forget the, the tablets up. He had to make a second trip. That's, yeah. that's true. Can't carry the bong and the tablets, God. I mean, I've only got two hands. I can't carry it all, damn it. <laughs> So, are you guys going to turn this into, like, a show again? It seems like it started out as a movie and then went to a comic, and, like, what's its what's its future hold? Um, actually, we have Six three seasons entire movie. seasons uh, completely mapped out with more that just are evolving as we speak. And we've got about, uh, we've got the first pilot roughly done, like, the first pilot episode script roughly done. We need to fine-tune it. Touch it up and edit it, but it's it's there. Uh, we've got audiobook stuff we want to do as well. Three novels That's, in the work in the Cluster yeah. Flux era. Yeah, <laughs> so I like it's that. been they've had it, you know, in the work since what two thousand seven nine nine yeah two thousand nine. So That's cool really, too because if you do audiobook stuff, you can utilize things like podcasts and release like certain chapters and kind of get your following built up that way. And then that will co- that will you know work hand in hand with the the comics if you still do that. And then you know the the video. That's that's cool. Finish them. I want to watch them. <laughs> we want to. We want to. Uh, we want it to be multimedia. Really, yeah. like all interactive. We want. You know, like a YouTube channel, like Q's Log. We've got yeah, a lot yeah. of different stuff we want to do. We own the, uh, there's a place called City Shack, which um, is a takeoff of, like, Circuit City Radio Shack, where one of our characters works. Chloe and, Corona. And, yeah. um, You'll meet her soon. <laughs> and she, uh, uh, you know, she's the, what is the She's nerd? the ass manager. She's the nerd yeah. uh, assistant manager, but on her uh, <laughs> ass man. Yeah, and Gerd Herd Ass Man. <laughs> yeah, the Gerd Herders, which is basically geek nerd, and um, yeah. But we actually have acquired the uh, CityShack.co. We haven't built it up yet. We're going to build a website of that and really bad know. IT service, essentially. I like that. I used to do IT. Uh, I, oh, nice. Not all of it was really bad, but some of it, you know. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, my, my real job. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, that's it's. Interesting. We have like how they communicate. Actually, it's kind of interesting. Where our next one is, I guess it's kind of a preview for our next comic. Is a it's called Verbal Zine. It's software for your brain, pretty much. Right. It's like uh, imagine like you drop Vizine into your eyes, and then you can actually the software allows you to interpret everybody's body language perfectly, mm-hmm. so you can actually interpret their language. So these aliens can talk to each other, and they can actually understand humans. Uh, when they come down to Earth, <laughs> but they can't really, we can't understand them because it's not two-way. And mm-hmm. some of the crew, uh, if, you, if you've read the comic, Shabaya is kind of like the, uh, the hard-ass of the crew. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like the, the last surviving person that actually holds all the values of what officers were supposed to be. Like the rest of the crew are like, hey, we were janitors and, you know, all this stuff, yeah. you know. It's like, Basically, the people that have no business running a starship are running the starship. Right. Sure. I mean, that's who you would want left if. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be at the end of the world, I mean, screw it, man. Um, have all the fun people, the rejects. We've got right. Willie. Uh, can you uh, 
the Facebook. Oh, yeah. You want to show them the last? Yeah. Um, Can you look up uh, our Facebook? And the, the most recent one. We've got someone called Old Willie yeah, that they abducted. Who has introduced them to weed on the ship. They have, He was one of the abductees that, you know. We'll let you figure out who. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're parodying. I mean, it's fun, though. Uh, and But it kind of gives you an idea of which way we're going with this thing. And But we're we're definitely pro, you know, pro cannabis, obviously. But And the yeah. legalization, it's just... And it's sad. We would love to tie our characters into the, uh, was it the Initiative 48? Yeah, it was Initiative 48 uh, here, ballot measure to try and legalize uh, recreational uh, cannabis use. Which we actually got a, a good bit of support. It just didn't quite make it. didn't make quite it. get enough, yeah. Not quite so enough support. Should uh, be toward state. the top, yeah. Yeah. Uh, scan it, down, scan. It, oh, it didn't get posted. Uh, you didn't post it. Yeah, I posted there, wait, there, nope, nope, that's, that's the fourth one. one. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's the three and the four. Um, the five is on Twitter. If you do have Twitter, I know it's hard for them to see, but uh, oh, that's cool. By the when this goes up tomorrow, it'll it'll be up, and we can direct people there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the, uh, it's it is it has basically a Willie Nelson kind of figure. <laughs> yeah, uh, that they've abducted this taught Q. Q's the one who first learned what cannabis was on the ship, and. Uh, Willie taught him how it was, like what it was and how it how it is, and he verbal zined Willie, so Willie will now forever understand. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's not, yeah. It sounds like you guys have a lot of like offshoots to to do that stuff, and if you you create content, you know that that stuff takes a lot of time and and resources and everything to to put behind it. Yeah. Our, our issue is like, uh, what can we say without creating big spoilers at yeah. this point? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's there's a lot of, uh, there's a, a ton of characters that uh, will be introduced uh, very, very soon. Some Earthlings and some not. Yeah, and we have a bunch of writers on this too. It's yeah. not just us. Our, yeah, yeah, there's we're the core group. We've got one other guy, the guy watching Game of Thrones. Uh, but there's a his loyalties. Uh, oh, yeah. we got to talk about Jamie Vada. Oh yeah, Jamie artist. our uh, our awesome. artist. He is fantastic. He does all the drawing for it, mm-hmm. which is. He's he's a great dude. He does you, a lot. He does if, music. He does like three or four different comics too. Mm-hmm. On top of drawing Starship Four Twenty Four, he does a crumb old nineteen fifties mad style artwork. It's oh, awesome. Nice. If you so, go to Starship Four Twenty dot com and click on bios, you can see some of what they're talking about there with the uh, character drawings and everything. It's, yeah. What's well, interesting is this is a this is really a, it's a collaborative effort between. Uh, I don't a, a good a group good of bit. ten people probably that well in our the internet now. we got twenty one yeah twenty one yeah that includes the people like we're technically we're published in a local magazine called Dime uh, they they distribute between three three states sixteen thousand issues a month yeah oh, something nice. like that it's like it's a culture a, culture type yeah. magazine yeah exactly counterculture cool. magazine yeah. covers um, like indie bands uh, from the region and nationally and artists and. Festivals, that kind of stuff. Which is also why some of our stuff we have to publish through them first, and then give it a certain amount of time, and then yeah, we right, put it on yeah, our website yeah. for everyone to see. Yeah. Are you guys? You have like voice actors and everything for the characters. Some there's some like we can't say who some of them are, but we do actually have some people that have done some stuff, like some cartoons, for instance. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, well, I, I asked because it would be cool for uh, like an audio podcast to interview some of the actual characters, like in character uh, or something that like would that. Be you awesome. Know? Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, we, we, we do have them, and we would love to. I'm sure we'd be able to set something up again. I, you know? I'm, I'm a tech nerd, so I can build a little antenna that'll beam right up to that starship. No problem. We could, we could actually ha- we could, we could set up live from Starship 420, yeah. you know, yeah. something yeah. like that. That would be awesome. Would be awesome. Sure. The interesting thing is with our collaborative effort for the writers, it seems like everyone attaches to a certain character. Sure. And as each person attaches to the character, we just sort of, you have it, you run with it. You develop the character. You develop that character and it becomes your own character. <laughs> that's an interesting way to do it because that's going to translate to clicking with people that are reading it or watching it or listening yeah. to it because we all relate to those characters. I mean, your your other writer is in there right now relating to yeah, probably yeah. <laughs> multiple exactly. characters. Oh, it's a flat circle. Man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And a lot of times, as we're the the great thing is, as we're creating this universe, it may be us sitting around in a room and we turn a camera on and we just start throwing ideas off of each other. Yeah, and it's just have um, a few love, eight, like a few drinks, and just sit around and BS and see what we can come up with. That's how we came up with half the stuff we have now. Yeah, throw, throw it. And if something sticks and we like it, we run with it, and uh, and it's just been it's. It's been such a great group of people. We we all get along very well. We've known each other for a long time, and uh, our, our our ideas, even if we say have a difference of opinion about certain things, it all really works out very smoothly in the end. Yeah, that's cool. It sounds like fun, and it doesn't seem like work when you're actually able to have fun doing that sort of stuff and being creative and everything. There is there is work involved. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. When you got to when you got to actually type the stuff and organize it, the tedious <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Deadline, deadlines. No matter how friendly you are. Yeah, and those suck. Ah oh, man, I do have to say, you're the only other Matt I've ever met that has the name spelt the same way as me. The one T. Oh really? I know one other one back in Montana. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. we're all over. We're yeah. all over. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I was looking because it was recently 420, and I, I should say I hope everyone did have a, a safe and uh, productive 420. I, I did see a headline somewhere saying that no matter how hard everyone tried, no one was able to overdose on uh, weed over 420, <laughs> so I know There's I tried. Next There's always next year. I know. We'll just have to try harder next year, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was a lot of like weed related uh, things that Mashable was posting, and one of them in particular I thought was kind of interesting. It was a look back between the years of 1936 and 1950. Uh, there was most people just know Reefer Madness, and then there's like the posters and and the media kind of campaign that went along with that back then. But there was, I guess, and I didn't even know this till I came across this article that there was a whole like handful of other films that were in the same vein as reefer madness uh assassin of youth was one one was called marijuana um of course with an h right Mm -hmm. of course of course does it have a lady laying on it on the cover it sure does it sure does that is ridiculous the great oh the urban legends of the yeah. baby in the oven. All that, all that ridiculous. Yeah, it just it it makes sense to me that like if you were, if it was your goal to like just demonize the shit out of something like as hard and as 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 much as you possibly could, like they kind of hit on every 
emotion that people at that time were were i guess pious about like debauchery and and degradation and insanity and it's they say the truth a lot like this is the truth about it you know like it's it's that's how they presented it this is what it is it's so far from the truth it makes sense now like why we're having such a struggle to like undo all of the damage that this sort of stuff does and it is a really good uh example of like kind of psyops things where if you just post a whole bunch of shit online about a certain topic thinking a certain way or feeling a certain way about it you will eventually get other people to feel that way that's that's creepy <laughs> that's really creepy it's like social engineering yeah yeah it's exactly that just by making websites. And putting it, trying to reverse a little bit of that with our comic. Yeah, that's our goal, is to bring it... And that's what needs to happen. I mean, we saw it slowly with Cheech and Chong, and yeah. then, like, or, or, now... Yeah, now it's so mainstream, it's, it's in, like, TV shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you've got the YouTube channels that pop up all over the place. Vice does one. Uh, I can't remember what it is. But yeah, Weedikit. Yeah, that's it. Oh. Yep. Uh, that that one is I really enjoy that one. It's it really opens your eyes to it, and it's even on mainstream TV now. Yeah, you see, it's cool to it. to watch somebody like Bill Maher, and I, I know not everyone's <laughs> going to agree with everything he says. I don't, but it, it's great to watch awesome. him take one for the teams and and smoke joints on TV and just be like, "Here's your fine money again. I'm going to keep doing this because it's stupid. It's stupid that you are making this such a big deal, making criminals out of people over it." Yeah, and it's. It's just dividing people. That's all it is. It's just yeah. putting, getting us to fight over unimportant details when there are much bigger issues to be to be fighting over. Yeah, I know. Man. If if you're watching live, you got to see uh, some a couple of these. I mean, they are just like right out of what you would think like Mary Tyler Moore's nightmares would be, or something <laughs> like that. Like it's yeah, it's all designed in that way to. The deadly scourge that drags our children into the quagmires of degradation. Like, that's some Game of Thrones shit right there. It is, really. <laughs> they, like, you think they'd be talking... That, that sounds like something... Oh, what is that group? Uh, the, um, this in Game of Thrones right now. The Shane. Oh, yeah. Shane yeah. with the Proctor. Oh, oh. <laughs> You know, this, uh, this is interesting that you bring this imagery up, because a lot of this imagery is what we're using as far as how Quantaceutical uh, promotes itself to the universe as mm-hmm. a... Uh, is exactly yeah, like that. It's yeah. exactly propaganda machine. Like that's basically what they are. <laughs> I'll take one syringe of misery and three <laughs> cigarettes of both lust and hate, please. <laughs> I'll check that one. Uh, it's oh, so you can. weird. I've done three marijuanas before. Three yeah, marijuanas. Damn. Yeah. I've I've wanted to snort crying before though. I've never <laughs> wanted to. Why one day, cry? our scientists. <laughs> Oh man! It, it, with roots in hell. That sounds like a fantastic horror. Man. Yeah, they're like, and in case we didn't reach all the demographics, we better throw in something about hell, <laughs> right? Don't create an ecstasy avalanching into frightful provisions. <laughs> provisions, provisions, provisions. Oh man. It's, it's oh, so oh, vivid. And they almost and, showed nipples. Almost, but not yet. They leave a little bit to the imagination. The bow tie over the nipple. Yeah. <laughs> Imagery. I wonder who the oh, actual, like, who the oh, artist oh, of this is. You, you got a little bit of um, Oh, yeah. A little, little side. Oh, yeah. Assassins of Youth. In parentheses, like marijuana. <laughs> 
and hit her so hard it snapped her neck. I know. Look at her. I mean, that is in her defense. That is a rather large <laughs> joint. I've <clears throat> I've had that happen before. <laughs> oh man, here's here's the uh, idyllic party scene from Assassin of Youth. That is it's almost like the Brady Bunch is living there. Yeah, if, if the Brady Bunch sold weed, like, this is pretty much what you would have here. Marsha's over here passed out on the chair because she took too many oxys, but it's okay because Frank here, Frank's watching her and making sure she doesn't throw up on herself. This guy over here, he's just trying to give... Yeah, yeah. He's like, here, honey, drink this. It'll be okay. Yeah, right. This is a little bit of a. Uh, this is yeah. what our parents' parents and their parents like were subjected to, and this, this is that's why they hate it. Yeah, this is why we all got our asses beat and grounded when our parents found weed. <laughs> right? Oh man, yeah. it's, and it's sad. That's why people. That's why people hate people like us. <laughs> it is, and they shouldn't, because we're really cool people. I mean, we're some of the nicest people I know personally. I've never met an angry person that was. That was high. I've no. never seen anybody get in a bar fight when they're high. No, no, definitely not. I've never seen someone drunk drive when they're high and actually like wreck some shit. No, nope. Oh, just Kobe hanging out. Bad. How bad can a good girl get? <laughs> she <laughs> should have said no, but she didn't because she was on the marijuana. Stay up or stay dumb. <laughs> I know they just—I mean, they hit it hard it, with like yeah, rape and everything. Right look at the devil imagery on that. Smoking a J. Put yourself like in 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 this time frame. If you were to create some some uh, materials like this, and you were using rape as as your like ah uh, ah. Uh, like you, people so would people, not let that go today. Someone would have a shit fit with that. Yeah, definitely. But here um, it's. Uh, Different well, time. Rhymes with piranha, so it can't be good. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. That's that's true. I mean, that's about that's that's the mental gymnastics that people have to do. I think to really yeah. the rationale that it's it's bad for you. I mean, my family, most of them are staunch staunchly against marijuana, but a couple of them know. My aunt, she's actually watching us live right now. She said uh, she knows. Uh, nice, <laughs> but most of them they they would probably be very angry if they knew. And it's sad because I've been around them really stoned before and they've never noticed. And it's, yeah. But if you ask them why, like they, they almost have a hard time, like explaining where it comes from. They just have this negative association because of all of this nonsense. And so some of them get really defensive about it because they don't know why they're like, I just feel that way. Quit asking me questions. <laughs> they don't want to, they don't want to, like a lot of people don't want to think, I think. Um, no, when I was yeah. like in high school, I had a shirt that said, think it's not illegal yet. And I think that's <laughs> very much indicative of, of, of the problem is people have been taught that, especially here in the Bible belt, people are taught to hate, to hate any adulterant like that. And it's, it's really giving people a bad rap, you know, giving it a bad rap. Yeah. yeah. It's unnecessary. I mean, we can, we've seen all of the, the positive that it does. And there's just a lot of people running around a lot of places with not very well primed endocannabinoid systems. And they're angry and they're stressed. It's like, yeah. you can see it, man. You're walking so stressfully. <laughs> like, it's. Yeah. 
Uh, I should mention but, uh, real quick, we were talking last episode about what was going on in Montana, and we mentioned that there was going to be a third initiative come out. So the MTCIA, or the uh, Montana Cannabis Industry Association, did release it. It's called I-182. So if you're in Montana still, I, I follow a lot of this because I'm still a Montana resident, even though I moved to Washington to work in the cannabis industry. So mm-hmm. what happens in Montana is important to me because we have a house and stuff yeah. there that we would one day like to go back to. Um, But yeah, so uh, I-1A2, that's one for medical. Of course, we mentioned that the uh, two recreational ones that are going around. So just sign all three. I mean, one way or another, get these on the ballot so that people can once again, like they did in 2004, go out and vote and say, yes, this is what we want. So uh, mtcia.org, you can find out more info about that. So yeah, what are you? uh, Yeah, go ahead. It's good that you stay active still back in Montana. I think that's important. I, pl- I plan to move in the next couple of years to Colorado, uh, next hopefully two or so. Weed I refugees. Have a brother in Seattle. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, but I'd, I'd want to stay active in Mississippi, being able to get its you know its status a legal legal state as well. If nothing less than medicinal, we did pass actually last year. The governor signed a CBD oil uh, bill mm. so that kids with extreme epilepsy and issues like that, uh, that can use the Charlotte's web strain of CBD mm-hmm. oil, uh, to, for treatment. So that is a step forward in the right direction, at least. Yeah, definitely. And we, when I first moved here, I was kind of writing a, an article about having to like uproot and move to work in, in an industry of your choice. And I found a lot of other stories like that, but more so medically related, not like, Oh, I moved for a career, but like, I move because my kid is is having seizures multiple times a day, and this is the only thing that helps. So it, it's really interesting to see that you know this is something that people you know are they feel strongly enough about to uproot their whole family, kids and all, and move to a state that is more open and and caring when it comes to this stuff. Exactly. Uh, you said you work in cannabis industry. So mm-hmm. what what do you do? Are you like I work in a medical in Washington. We have medical for another like three months, but I've been here for the last year uh, working in a refinement and extraction lab. So we oh, make cool. we basically make a THC distillate, kind of like the clear. I don't know if you've heard of the clear, but it's yeah 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 yeah. yeah so we we make that. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. really neat. Yeah, that's it's kinda, it's fun. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. I, I do extractions all day and then run other machines. And, yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a cool job for sure. It's it was like a once in a lifetime chance to to go and work in a lab with uh, this lady that I knew that was running it needed just a lab rat to basically wash dishes and and you know just wash machines. So I uh, I moved. <laughs> I was well, delivering water for beforehand, just like offices <laughs> delivering water. <laughs> It seems like hey, it paid off for you. Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely awesome. I'm, I'm glad experience. I'm here. And it, it's interesting to see that like this. I moved here and like the job I left, I didn't have health insurance. I didn't. I mean, we had like like vacation stuff like that, but none of the things you would kind of need to start a family or do anything like that. And here it is, like this weed business is basically giving me vacation and all health insurance and retirement and all of this stuff that, that I didn't amazing. have beforehand. That is- Amazing. Yeah, it's it's, it's cool amazing. to see That's like in this country, yeah, in one state, and it's you could get jailed for yeah. life. Yeah, and other. Oh my god! Even that back is, in Montana, like if we went yeah. home and and tried to do what we're doing here, like you you can't do it. They're not down with extracts. It's, and our 
I mean, I know people say, well, you don't know what the true effects would be on the economy, but you can look at Colorado and see. You can look at states that have it legalized, that the medical, I mean, it would boost this country up. I, yeah. I would happily pay my taxes. Yeah. And as if it were to become a legal taxable item, I will be a very, very happy taxpayer. Yeah, you know? a lot of people in Washington are. I mean, there was a lot of complaining at first, and yeah, it is a lot of a lot of money to just not be a criminal, I guess, but it is it's building the foundation of like this industry that's being able to support a lot of people. I'd rather, you know, I mean, you can fight for the whole loaf, but if you just take at least a part, at least you're not going to starve. Yeah, exactly. And the and people are smoking weed regardless. So do you want the black market getting that money or do you want to start putting that money towards schools and, and yeah, paying teachers a little more or so? You why, know. why are we sending billions of dollars to, say, Mexican drug trade yeah. Yeah. when it can be yeah. spent here locally? And that's in one state in a year. Mm-hmm. Or, what was it? Four, four point something billion last year. Was it a little over four billion dollars for Colorado in 2015? Yeah, it's it's. Billions and billions, and it could be billions and billions more if they would allow each state to at least even have the choice. Right now, yeah, and it's, we're an agricultural state, and not only that, but weren't we like the first state, like in the seventies, to do medical up in uh, the Mississippi State? Yeah, like, yeah. Mississippi State grows field. weed yeah. for the government, for the federal government. <laughs> yeah, so and we export it. We export it. Yeah, you yeah, guys, they, they had like eight patients once upon a time. I know some of them have passed uh, passed away since, but there are still a few living federal patients under the old NIDA uh, thing that happened. So that's probably where, where that weed goes. I've seen some of that weed, and it's not very good, but it's cool that it's the federal government yeah. being complete hypocrites, saying on one hand it's not medical, and then right on the other, like giving it to people for medical Ridiculous. Speaking of being an agricultural state, this is another that goes along with marijuana is, of course, hemp, which is also illegal. And I think that possibly one of the reasons why there is such a block against hemp is it's it's very easy to grow. It does not require a lot of chemicals and pesticides and fertilizers to grow a healthy crop of it. So a large chemical company that shall remain nameless cannot get their fingers in the pot in the fingers in the dupont if you will (laughs) yeah there's a lot of pushback in not only the pharmaceutical but like you're saying in in agriculture in plastics materials all that and um, textiles yep if you look at say our cotton industry which is huge in mississippi uh, it's, I believe, uh, last time I checked, 80% of the cotton grown here is is one specific type by a specific company for its specific pesticide resistance. Of course. And so you would have, uh, say, farmers switching away from that and going to uh, a more ecologically friendly product. And yeah. what you said, again, that the, the chemical companies can't get their fingers in because mm-hmm. it's, you know, not not a big demand for it. So I wonder if maybe kind of lobbying, that's another reason why mm-hmm. you're going to yeah. lose a lot of money in that product area. Well, yeah, in cannabis industry, I mean, it's only as big as they're letting it be. So you're only going to have as much money as, as you can to divert to something like having a couple people go to Washington and start putting money where it, where it should go, you know? And that it's a waste. I I think it's a, that's such a waste of money. But that's how politics works. So if you want to, you know, abide in that game, you have to do that. Yeah. 
But uh, there was an interesting article that we were talking about how that it can help each state and everything, but not just in in income, but it's going to decrease, like you were saying earlier, the prison populations. Um, and I think you can get to a point where you decrease them so much that you <laughs> end up with a bunch of empty prisons eventually. Um, there was this article uh, coming out of Coalinga, and their city council recently voted on whether or not to allow a cannabis cultivation and extraction facility uh, to set up in this prison, basically. <laughs> it's it's like this wow. old prison, but their whole thing is like, well... And I don't know if you've ever, if, if you ever come to Washington and you tour like certain towns, you'll see these big like fences with barbed wire and cameras everywhere. It looks like some legit like barracks pretty much. So, um, they're saying that having them already in these prisons, you're already going to be safe and secure. Uh, and you know, you, it, they're, they're set up like that. That's pretty much blast proof. And that's a lot of the, uh, rules and regulations for extraction. Uh, rooms you have to you know meet certain standards so these these jail rooms are basically perfect for something like that so it, you can make those extremely sterile i'm sure yeah yeah definitely i mean you could turn that whole thing into like industrial access lab from that batman movie and just <laughs> process it. Shit all you know day. i don't remember what country it was but there's a country in europe that's actually portugal they have to close um yeah they're having to close more prisons because they don't have enough people to house in them yeah i mean that's I wish we could have that problem here instead of being over like New Orleans is over capacity. That's an hour and a half from where uh, hour and a half, two hours, I think from where but that's we live. big business, right? Like those are all, you get a lot of money for having those beds filled and they don't want to take away. That's another industry. That's probably lobbying really hard being like, don't legalize it. Cause then we'll lose money. Exactly. And it's, but, but we're the ones paying for it though. Of course. <laughs> it's the best business model ever. Shit. <laughs> Like it, it's self-propagating. Yep. Why would they want to change it? <laughs> yeah, eventually, eventually, whoever shitty idea that was is gonna die and get replaced, and then that'll happen enough times that eventually things will be okay. Hopefully, oh, I, we're we're close. We really are. Man. Yeah, it's just it's at a tipping point. It's already reached it. There's no going back. Yeah, the internet has definitely, I think, helped that by being able to get this information to people and people that might have believed once that, well, I'm not going to smoke weed, that it'll kill me, you know? So they, they get this other information. And they're like, holy crap, we've been lied to. You can watch grandma smoke weed on YouTube, man. I know. I mean, Did you see that? That is the best. <laughs> I, I'm really in. Um, there's so many people that I never expected, if not outright support weed, it's a case-by-case basis. Uh, My mother is an 11-year breast cancer survivor, and uh, she has never, ever partaken. She never will, and a very upstanding, righteous, moral person. But during the height of her chemo, when she was so sick and so weak, even she had to admit, if I thought it would help, I would do it. Yeah. And it might have. It definitely might have. But... Yeah. But it's it was so ingrained in people to believe that hey yeah, you know, it's, yeah. yeah there was that last step of you know even something that may or may may have helped her 
would not allow herself to do this. Right. It is psychological though. And that's, there was a study, I I forget where it came out of, but they were looking at whether or not it's actually cannabis. Like it's something in the, the flower or the, the cannabinoids that make you feel like paranoid and anxious. And after they looked at it, they figured out that it really wasn't. And it's more the set and setting that you're in. And if, if you feel like you're doing something wrong, like it's going to amplify those effects. So if you're in a state where you're not doing anything wrong, you have a much better experience than if you're somewhere looking over your shoulder, feeling like a criminal. So it it, it is really profound, like the effect that it, it can have psychologically with all of these posters that we were looking at earlier. People what? think that that's going to happen, then it's it might happen. I mean, it's not going to happen to that extent, but they're not going to be happy about it. It's like the people who first experimented with edibles, like people that have never had any experience with marijuana, have no idea what they're getting into. And it's, you know, no harm on them. They don't know, but they think it's terrible because they have a bad trip because they're in a new environment. They've been fed all the propaganda for years of how bad it is. And, you know, it's a new experience. New things are always a little scary. And in fact, with how, you know, cannabinoids operating your body is going to amplify, like you said. Well, that's what a lot of people don't know. When you eat it, THC gets converted by your liver into 11-hydroxy-THC, which, like, milligram per milligram compared to THC, it's much more potent. And it's a different molecule at that point. So when when it gets into your brain like that, it gives you that body high. And if you get too much of it, yeah, it'll definitely... It's not going to kill you or anything, but you might get dizzy and need to go lay down for a few, for sure. But people don't understand that. It's like a completely different molecule. Your liver is turning it into this other thing that has this other set of effects. It goes back to the um, misinformation. If people were informed and were able to understand that, I mean, it would... That's it. Well, it's nobody like, knew that yeah. till recently. Like you couldn't do studies like that because it was I, unless you were applying for your schedule one license to prove negative shit about weed, like they weren't going to give it to you. No. So it's cool that we can do stuff like that in these states and actually push the, the cannabis science further. It's an, it's interesting. It's a good time to be alive and watch that. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's definitely, definitely cool. Uh, Ocean Grown Extracts is the group here. They have a 77,000 square foot uh, facility that they might possibly be moving into. So uh, cool. that'll be kind of interesting. And I think that sets a good precedent. Like, what else are you going to do with these gross old super secure buildings? Like, you might as yeah. well urban recycling make use of yeah. the tax dollars that you spent to build them yeah because you know they're not going to knock them down like that shit's going to be there till we need them for zombie apocalypse time or something <laughs> like that definitely... we're just going to be fighting each other in our own castles in our own jails castles that were jails at one time that's very <laughs> apropos <laughs> oh, yeah. well um, cool it, it was awesome having you guys uh we should definitely try and get some of the starship crew on the show. I think that would be fun once you guys are more up and running. Heck yeah, yeah. we would love to get that going, man. Listen, as uh, more characters are, are going to be introduced, of course, you know, we can't, we're going yeah. be yeah. sort of in the spoiler realm. At the, yeah, realm yeah, at no, the definitely. Well, many more characters are coming yeah. in. Yeah, we, we would love we would love to do more with you as well. I think yeah. it'd be fun. Yeah, this has been sure. great. It's been a great time. And if you need a voice for any characters, I, I, I'm silly. I can do that. Oh, well, 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 <laughs> you know, I think you'd be a good cue. <laughs> you sound like a good cue. Yeah. Uh, I try. 
All right, well, cool. We'll direct everyone to starship420.com if they want to check out the comics. And, of course, check them out on Facebook and the Twitters. You guys on Instagram? You do the... The, I will be getting one soon. There right. will be one soon. But I I'll, think that uh, lends itself well to what you're doing as far as, as comics and, and visuals. Definitely. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, man. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, you guys have a great evening, everyone else. Hotboxpodcast.com. Again, check Bye, it out on, on Google Play and everything, and we'll uh, we'll catch you all next week. Have a great night. If you like you we, like this we, is where, you where you need to be. be. <laughs> Like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast.